Whoa. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> that was uh, my my uh, tablet with the notification. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it just so happened I was picking up my microphone, and the two were passing when that notification sound went off. So it was just like, Ooh. it was right there. Yeah, a little hard time. <laughs> Literally, it's kind of scared me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> So oh, oh, so overdramatic. Oh, nah, dude, it was so loud through my headphones. Like it literally, it's like. Uh, well, I don't know if you have this problem, but it's like when you plug. Like, it's, you know what it's like? Because like, I know you can relate to this. It's like when you forget to turn your car like volume down after you like jam into a song. So when you get in the next day and you turn on, it just starts blaring at you. You know what I'm saying? It was like that. And I had a little panic. I had a little tizzy. I'm not gonna lie. I had a little tizzy. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, anyways, <laughs> anyways, anyways. Hey, you. Hey, you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Goodness, we are certainly on and live today. So you have deemed this our year-end review episode. I have. This is going to be the last episode we record in 2023. Um, so, you know, it's it's time to be reflective. And think back Because, you know, listening to last week, we didn't wish anyone a Merry Christmas. No, we did not. We didn't, you know, <laughs> at all. We didn't reference Christmas happening at all. Isn't that weird from coming from me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mr. Christmas Boy, you made me start thinking about Christmas before damn Halloween, and you didn't even say Merry Christmas on the show right before Christmas. <laughs> like, what the what? So, yeah. So this episode will drop before the beginning of 2024. So what better time is it to be reflective, look back, and, and think about, you know, just think about our show. Do you realize... I think this is episode, what, 75? Uh, is that right? Are we further along than that? I can't, I can't open Spotify or it'll cut me out, so I can't check. No, we are on episode 75. Okay. We started January 1st, 2023, on episode number 28. Okay. So that's a big leap. That is a big that's, leap. That's, that's a big leap. We had a lot more consistency this year, a lot less like reschedules and hey, I can't record this week because this unfortunate thing came up. Like it was a lot more consistent this year. It was a lot more consistent. So a lot more scheduling. You know, as I'm going, I'm like scrolling through Spotify and everything and just looking at previous episodes. I want to see when did the year start? And the year started with episode 28. And we were talking about uh, it was the, the year in review with Heather. With Heather. And, uh, yes, and she gave us some, um, uh, basically it was like our first recap. It was the first report card of the show. We had been going, you know, for 29, 27 episodes. And uh, it was the first time somebody was just like, hey, what I think of your show? And as is, she a result, to, is she going to make a reappearance? No, not necessarily. Uh. <laughs> I had not talked to Heather. Um, 
but you know, we we made some changes. Like that was the, the real start of the whole timestamp thing. We tried to do that. Oh, yeah. As a result oh. of, of, of that, our recap and <laughs> that proved disastrous. Because oh man! You know, all it really did was slow down the upload of the show. So and ain't nobody got time for that. Y'all ain't nobody got time for that. This is a small operation. By a small operation, I mean Danny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Damien don't have time for all that. So, it was um, a pain in the ass, I'm not going to lie. It really was. Exactly. exactly. And I get it. I know why our shows go long. It's, a, it's you know, especially when you just look at it. It's, it this is where I get it. You know, people look at the time of the show. They're just like, it's a uh, hour and 45 minutes. What the fuck are they talking about for an hour and 40 minutes? Like, what the hell? I need to know where I can skip around because some of this I don't want to hear. I don't even want to listen, you know? But then every time I listen to one of our shows, and I know what we're gonna say because I was there. But I listen back, you know, I listen back to the show, and the conversation flows so well that it does not feel like it's been an hour and whatever long it's been. You know, sometimes I hear it and I go, "Who the hell let me say that?" <laughs> but then I go, "You know what? I am who I am." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. You know. Uh, I listen back to you sometimes, and I'm just like, "Why the hell are we letting him say these things?" Oh my god! I wish I had a if I, if I had a kill switch, there'd be a lot of muting. I'd be like, "Bro, you can't say that." Yep, yeah, but I can though. You know why? Because this is an independent podcasting platform, baby. Yeah, yeah, that it is. I had a friend tell me, um, she so she's listened to every episode faithfully since our very first episode. And she said that her two favorite things for me are when I talk about my service to the community. She says, always has her in tears. And then she says when I pop up with, fuck them kids. She's like, that shit, literally. <laughs> and then she was like, her favorite from you is when you just go, oh. <laughs> she loves that and then she loves um whatever you just go apparently you go oh and you laugh a little bit i can't recreate it but you like have the same way you go like oh laugh my laugh god laugh <laughs> she's like every time he does that i have to say it along with him <laughs> so, yeah well you know <laughs> She's just like, it's hilarious that you do a po- like you're friends with a teacher, you do a podcast with a teacher, and you can't stand children. Right? Like, <laughs> who does that? You can't you stand them. You love kids. I don't. Everybody loves the kids. Everybody loves the kids. <laughs> as much as we think we don't like the kids, we all love the kids. Let's just be real about that. But, uh, Thank you, Damien's friend, for being a day one listener. Listen to all the podcasts, listen to all the shows. Uh, I don't know how you could, man. Some of these, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I haven't even listened to all of our shows. 
I used to, and I stopped at one point, and I was like, I, I don't need to do this twice a week. I already did the damn thing live. Why do I need to go back and right? listen to this? You know? <laughs> and then it was getting to where, you know, I would like to listen to the show just so I can know what you talked about previously. And then I was just like, well, I can just go back and read my recap uh, from Facebook, because your recaps are just dry. It's just... Whatever. It's blah. Just here's the information. because no free lunch they need to listen if they want to know what we talked about i'm gonna tell you courtney and i courtney talked about his week damien talked about his week courtney's mind was focused on this the millennial moment had these kind of overviews if you want to know the content you better listen but you have to still make it interesting we make it interesting (laughs) no you stuck because because the outline of the show is not going to change. That's always going to be the outline of the show, so that could be the description for every week. And it basically you still is. Have to, you still <laughs> have to, exactly. You still have to make it somewhat interesting. Hey. So that's why when I go through my recap, you know, I spice it, and I give just enough detail to be like, oh, I'm interested to know more. Hey, you're welcome to take over the uploading. Oh, no, ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) And uploading is a pain in the ass, too. It is. But you have technical support. I don't have any technical support. You have have the good doctor in his amazing hands. Oh, Lord, stop it. (laughs) And so as long as you have the good doctor, Dr. D, you you are in charge of of the uploading. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. So, um, again, we've gone from episode 28 to now episode 75, all in the course of 2023. And we've talked about a lot of different things on this show, a lot of different topics. Of course, you know, I think for me, always, always, always going to be my favorite season of the show is in Bantober. I get to be really, you know, personal, personal about something that I absolutely love with a group of kids that I just think are wonderful and uh, talk about my best friend who I think is just one of the, the, the greatest teachers and motivators in the world. And so uh, I love the Bantober segment. I love that, you know, that's like, Four solid weeks, sometimes a little bit more, uh, sometimes five or six. But you know, it's it's four solid weeks of, of band, <laughs> of the inside view of this is band, this is the competition side. These are the things that people don't see and don't know what's going on. Bandtober, Bandtober, Bandtober. But that is by far like my favorite stretch of season. you have a favorite stretch of season? Okay, I wasn't prepared to look at it through that lens. Um, can I get very specific to this year? Well, we're going to see, we're going to do all of that. We're going to do, you, I, I, we've got to be retrospective. So I'm saying, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So like, because your band season, whatever, this is my answer. Um, my little stretch of transitioning from, oh my God, I just got fired from Massachusetts and what will I ever do to my life to coming into like a 10 time 
10 times better situation than what I was in and not seeing that at the time. Because I have gone back and listened to a few of those episodes, or at least some millennial moments and stuff like that. And I'm like, <laughs> what was I worried for? So yeah, for this year, this year for me, that was, um, which I was fired from my career. It's a big deal. <laughs> but that was probably my favorite little stretch was just being able to experience that and be like, oh, it was all good. It all worked out. You know, I, that is one of the things that I think is so cool about this show is the growth. I mean, it, it, it is about growth because this is two people's journeys through life. And so you're going to see that growth. You're going to see that development of people. And because you're the younger one of, of the two of us, and uh, which causes you to, to naturally have more growth, uh, it is very cool to hear your growth. And that is a pretty major thing. You know, that, that transition... Just the transition from Massachusetts back to Texas and all that that encompassed and, and then the work thing, and just how that's all worked out. And it's It has been very cool to listen. It's very cool to hear uh, from where you were to where you are now. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. And I, can, I think we both can say you're in a much better place now than you were this time last year. Oh, yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. For sure. I am still getting over, you know, the flu. Uh, I am, I'm like over it, but I'm still like congested. You know, I still have all the mucus stuff built up. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, my energy level is back up there. I'm, I'm feeling better. I don't have near the head congestion. Uh, it's still there, but not quite as much. The sinus pressure still there. But uh, I am feeling so much, so much better than I was. Uh, so when we were recording last year, last week, it was like I was right at the, the verge of, of like, oh boy, here we go. Yeah, because you sounded fine going into like, wait, what? And then I, <laughs> I called you the next day about wait sports. And I was like, oh my gosh. Or it would, yeah. Thursday. it would have been Thursday, I guess, yeah. Well, it was... Because uh, we did sports a day late. Did we? Was it Thursday? Yeah, it was Thursday. Because mm. Wednesday, I went into work, and I made it about half a day. And then it was over. Like, halfway through the day, I went in. First thing I did, I, was like, I grabbed four masks. I, put, I was masking. And, uh, of course, nowadays... You know, at one point it was a norm for everybody to mask. Now, I put on a mask, and the first thing all the kids were just like, "Oh my God, Mr. Adolf, are you sick? Are you sick?" Yeah. Like, I'm just like, "Well, I don't feel 100, percent and I don't want you to feel bad, so I'm gonna wear a mask." Mm-hmm. Like, okay. And so, uh, you know, I, I tried because here's the bottom line: I wanted to do my Secret Santa stuff. I didn't. I didn't get to finish. And and here's the here's the even crappier part. As a result of me going home on Wednesday, and not going to work at all on Thursday, I still don't know who my secret Santa is. Ah. <laughs> I don't even know if I got a secret Santa gift sitting in my office waiting for me. Like I have no effing idea, and it's so frustrating because. 
I went all out for my Secret Santa. And that was the only reason I was there on Wednesday. Because Wednesday was reveal day. And so people were, you know, talking about how they were revealing like through the day and everything. And I thought we were gonna wait until the very end of the day. And I'm just like just like trying to plug in myself from life support just to make it to the end of the day, just so I could do my reveal for my secret Santa and everything. Then People were just like, oh, yeah, I've already found out who mine was. Uh, they already revealed me. Blah, blah, blah. So I went ahead and put uh, my last gift in the bag and tagged it up and everything. Had a kid. This is the best thing. Just have a kid. Pick a kid. Have a kid. Hey, you know where this office is. You know where this person is. Uh, go and take this to them. They ask you who sent it to say secret sin or just walk away. Don't answer. <laughs> And then you have to trust they're going to do that, though. <laughs> well, but they because they they love it. They they're in on it. They they love, you know. You got to make it like this is the mission. Like, hey, I got to. I'm I'm selecting you. You have a mission. <sighs> this is your mission. Should you accept? Yeah, exactly. So there were mornings where uh, the kids who come in early and everything. There was one particular kid, Derek. That's just like Derek. You're my elf. I need your help. And like, and I told him, I said, do you know who do you know who this teacher is? It's like I want you to take this to this teacher's room. Put this in front of this teacher's door, okay? And I was like, I don't want anyone to see you. No one can know that you've done this, okay? And if anybody ties you back to you, back to me, I'm not gonna know who you are. I'm gonna pretend like you're a new kid. Mm. <laughs> It's just like, oh, okay. Um, but I can say who my, because I, like I said, I've already revealed my secret Santa. Uh, my secret Santa, so we use Elfster this year at my school. Mm-hmm. So the people who want to play the, the secret Santa game, they, you know, the teacher that was in charge, sent them out email, we did it through Elfster. Um, Elfster selected the teacher that I'm actually the closest with at my campus. Oh, nice. So, because I've known her since we were both children. Uh, we grew up in church together. Our grandmothers were on the kitchen committee together, cooked many wonderful meals for the, our church uh, for years and years and years. And so Tanya Young, who is just a fantastic teacher. She is a sixth grade science and social studies teacher at, at Pease Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she's in her like, 25th year or something like that, 23rd. Like, she up there. She got a lot of years. She got a lot of years in the game. And uh, most of them have been at peace. And um, I always go into her classroom almost every day uh, so, we can, so we can talk tea. And uh, I love hearing what she's talking with her kids about what they're learning about. And it's my chance to really uh, intermingle with those sixth graders, talk to them. And I try to hit, you know, one of the three sixth grade classes. And it just, it's my chance to really know those kids. Um, but I know her, like I know her. I know the things that she likes, I know what she likes. So this year when, it was, when, she, when, I, when I got her name, I was just like, oh, this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be easy. The thing is, is I didn't want her to know it was for me. So I'm like, okay, she knows my handwriting, so I can't, I can't handwrite anything. 
And so what I did is I bought some tags, some like, you know, just like luggage tags type of things, Christmas tags. And I would print something out. It was like Secret Santa. Like the first day I gave her a bag of coal. And it was like some chocolates that were like a bag of coal. And I said, uh, Secret Santa said, uh, heard that you've been naughty, Miss Young. And so it was a bag of coal. <laughs> and, then, and then I would go in, I would go into the room later on, like I always did. And I would just see it sitting there on her desk. I'm like, oh, what's that? And uh, she was just like, oh, Secret Santa got jokes. Secret Santa said, I've been naughty and gave me a bag of coal. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, Secret Santa certainly knows you then. You know, ha, 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 blah, blah, blah. So the second day, um, Secret Santa said, uh, Secret Santa heard that the only thing you like about Canada is dry. Because she loves Canada dry ginger ale. Mm-hmm. So I gave her a six pack or uh, twelve pack of Canada Dry, and uh, you know she got she got that and everything. She was all beaming. She was just like, "Oh, my Secret Santa hooked it up today." Oh, Secret Santa, blah blah. blah. And then one of the days, she actually, I was, you know, we were going back and forth. I think the third day, I gave her a, a candle. Uh, the fifth, the. the Next day, I gave her, uh, she wanted, she likes cashews. So I gave her a big jar of cashews. And then uh, another candle. Uh, I don't know if that's five days or not, whatever. But anyway, like she was loving the gifts. But one day, I was just like, so do you, who do you think is your secret Santa? So I was talking about my secret Santa, like my secret Santa. I don't know. I have no idea who my secret Santa was, but. I was not giving, I was not receiving the love that I was getting. I'll put it like that. Uh, so far, my gifts, my total gifts from Secret Santa are a Starbucks gift card, which I like Starbucks, and a um, uh, plastic candy cane of Grinch Kisses. And that's all I got from Secret Santa. Mm. And so, uh, anyway, so I'm just like, you know, so who do you think your secret Santa is? And she said, well, I know for one thing, it's not a boy. Because she said, said, because this is too thoughtful. My secret Santa is too thoughtful and too clever. Boys ain't going to use no gift tags and all this stuff. Uh, Boys, they ain't have time for all that. Just like, yeah, you're right. We're real simple like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm chilling now. I, right? Exactly. Exactly. And so um, I was just like, oh, yeah, it's, it's probably not. And then she said, I think it's Miss Amanda, who is our librarian. Because she was just like, whoever it is, is somebody who either gets here really early or stays here really late. And Miss Amanda, she gets here really early. This is kind of you know, she crafty like this. She she would do something like this. I said, "Oh, that's a good one. I bet it is." And so I just Amanda. Fit, and so I just fit into it the whole time. Um, but the final gift I got her uh, for the whole end of the thing, uh, I had called her or I had text. No, I text her 
No, I called her. And I wanted to know where she got her uh, her manicure and pedicure done. I said, I'm thinking about getting my mama Manny and Petty. Uh, where do you go? And she knows my mom. You know, they go to church together. So it was, she didn't think anything of it. <laughs> I gave a very clear cover. She thought nothing. She thought nothing of me asking her that. Love it. And so uh, I wrote a very, I wrote a very nice handwritten note, and uh, I had written a little letter to her, and uh, just thanking her for her friendship and how much I value, you know, her guidance in my time at Peace, and how because of her it makes it easier. It makes my job easier. And because of you, I'm sorry. Yeah, all that, all that cheesy stuff. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I sent it over. I, had, you know, like I said, had the kid deliver it over and everything. And uh, I get a text out of the blue say, "You sneaky devil!" I said I never would have, I never would have guessed this whole time it was you. I said you never had a clue. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and she didn't. She had no clue the entire time. She had absolutely no clue that it was me. And she was very convinced that it was definitely not me. That's that was the best part. Is she was she was convinced that it was not me. And uh that made it that much more fun. So uh shout out to Miss Young. I know she listens. Uh she's a regular listener to the show. Um, she is a great person. She is a phenomenal teacher. We are so blessed to have her on our campus. And uh, whether people want to realize it or not, because she is a she is the type where people who don't people who have different ways of teaching look at the way that she goes about teaching and they turn their nose up at it. Whereas the way that I've always gone about teaching and educating is exactly like she does. And so the rapport that I have with uh, high school students is the rapport that she has with these sixth grade students. So when kids, when kids come back, <coughs> excuse me, when kids come back to our campus and like our, our, our clerk at the front desk, she will ask the kids, who's your favorite teacher here? They say Miss Young. They're just like Miss Young. Why? And they're just like Miss Young. She just got us. She just understood. She got it. She, she, you know, she was, she was cool. She just, she taught us, and she didn't give us a bunch of crap. And she was just, you know, she was real. She kept it very real. And that's what you need. That's what kids want. I think that if you think back to who your favorite teachers were, they were the ones who kept it real with. They didn't try to sugarcoat stuff. They weren't fake. They didn't put on some sort of a facade. You know, they're real. Because teachers are real people too. And I think that that's the message. If I could get across any message to, to the outside world, is stop trying to put teachers up on some sort of pedestal like they're not real people. Teachers are regular ass people just like you and me. Uh, don't try and treat them any differently. Don't don't put them up on a pedestal. Don't expect them to be some godlike creature who never makes a mistake, because that's just dumb. Um, 
teachers are people too. And uh, when teachers allow students to see their flaws, the relationship builds. So uh, anyway, shout out to Miss Young. How you doing? It was fun being your secret Santa. He was I, Ms. Young. No, was funny. <laughs> so I don't know where I was going with all that, but I felt like I did need to, because I, I remember a couple of weeks ago talking about Secret Santa. And you were just like, well, who is your Secret Santa? I was like, I can't talk about it yet now because my Secret Santa actually listens to the show and we'll figure it out. So. Should that have been the first indicator for Ms. Young? You would think, right? But not necessarily because now more and more people at my school are starting to listen to the show. Because I'll accidentally, like, I'll mention something and I'll be like, yeah, I talked about that on my podcast. And they're just like, oh, you have a podcast? <sighs> and so all of a sudden, there's, everybody wants to listen to the podcast. And I'm just like, it's, you know, hey, this is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> Don't, <laughs> don't expect me to be 100% classroom, you know, schoolhouse Mr. Rattler. Has that uh, one uh, cunt of a teacher that we don't like, like, no, she gets talked about on here? <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't even know what teacher you're talking about. The one that got offended because of the program, and then there was all that program drama, and then you guys had to have the meeting oh, with the. Yeah, God. yeah, yeah. She ain't good. <laughs> Come on, who else would I be talking about? <laughs> I'm just like, who are you talking about? Oh my god. <laughs> she would never be that C word of a teacher anyway. Uh... <laughs> I don't drop that. I don't drop that word. That's fine, I do though. <laughs> so <laughs> it is my word choice. But no, uh, no, no. So we kind of went backwards on this. We just just got into conversation. But I'm very <laughs> interested to know. I mean, so my Christmas was blah. <clears throat> I spent it sleep, <laughs> trying not to die, and I did that successfully. So I'm happy about that. And that's about it. So how was your Christmas? Well, my question for you is, um, are we, uh, am I millennial momenting today or are we just year ending? No, we're, we're, we're going to do all of it. We're going to well, do Because all my millennial moment revolved around Christmas. So I was going to save that for the millennial moment. Oh no, we're going to, we're going to millennial moment. And we're just going to, we're going to wander around through the woods <laughs> until we're done talking. All right. Well, then it's time for the millennial moment, everyone. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those type of days. To me. So for me, for, for so I struggle. I'm trying to think how to say this. I struggle when I go back home um, at the end of the holidays because, and I know I'm not being fair to myself, but I don't like. It's just all my cousins are like, they're all the same age as me. And it's like, they all have families. They have boyfriends and girlfriends, husbands and wives. They have kids. And it's just like, here's Damien playing video games and making sandwiches. And I know that's not fair to myself. I know it's not fair to myself. 
but it just always puts me in some kind of an ick mood when I have to go like hang out around all my cousins because I'm just like, oh, there's Jaren and his beautiful life and their adorable little two-year-old. And there's Austin, who was like my best friend growing up, and now he's one of my cousins, and now he has a wife and her two stepkids, and they just had their own kid. There's his first biological kid, and then it's just I don't know. It just it just kind of gets me in like a weird mind space where I start comparing myself to my cousins and it just starts feeling icky and it's not a lot of fun. So I'm not like, I don't know, not super huge on getting together with the whole family. As far as like the inter family dynamics. Um, I mean, it was a good time. You know, I got Riley like a ping pong table for Christmas. Um, so Christmas morning, like her, and my mom played like a ton of rounds of ping pong and God, they are awful at it. It's really entertaining to watch. Uh, how bad they were at it. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, um, got my dad, like, uh, I got my dad, so I got my dad, like, a table saw um, so he can, you know, he can bail him sail some things. My dad's not talk that way. But uh, got my dad a table saw and I got him, like, an electric lunchbox because he asked for it. And I'm that person where if you just tell me what you want, you're going to get it. It was like, I want an electric lunchbox for Christmas. I'm like, boom, already Amazoned it. It's on its way. Um, and of course, I got my mom the, you know, $600 Christmas tree. <laughs> uh, but I got her like a couple books in a series she was reading. That way she just has stuff to unwrap under the tree. And it was a good time. And we just hug out. Think about my immediate families were very, very just low key. Like we literally just kind of sit around, watch some kind of TV, have conversation, just talk and stuff. So it's not like we're not like, Let's go on a family picnic, and then we're gonna do this, and then we're gonna go see a movie. Nah, we're not doing all that. We're not doing all that. That's we don't do that. We're not those kind of white people. Um, <laughs> it was just, it's just not. But but it was fun. It was fun for what it was worth. Christmas itself, like I said, it was a good time. I just I just always get in a weird funk when I have to go be around my cousins. I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 hard to explain. Like if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. It's hard to explain. But yeah, no, I, I do get it because all your life you're compared to these people. Um, you know, especially when you have you know cousins that are your own age that you grew up with, and you've always grown up with every family function. It's, it's that comparative, and, and whether parents realize it or not, they use us as pawns. You know, here's my kid, and look what he's wonderful in doing nowadays. What about your kid? Well, my kid's doing this. They're wonderful. This is what they're doing out of it. So, you know, that's uh, it's it's it happens. It doesn't mean to happen. I don't know that it's, but it happens. That's part of what it is. It's part of the the, the fa- a family dynamic. Uh, that sibling rivalry that happens, and the kids get caught up in that. And uh, so I get it. Uh, my my dad um, had a younger brother who, who we were the you know we were very close to when I was growing up. And, um, me being the youngest of five and really the the last one, and the next my next closest uh, cousins were his five his four kids, and so I spent a lot of time with his four kids and. Uh, you know, me being that brainy kid, I guess, uh, I hated it because they always got compared to me. 
and my academics and why wasn't you know well Courtney just won this literary contest what that what it where did Junior do oh Junior can spell cat that's <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> stuff like yay, that. Junior. <laughs> yeah, yay, Junior. And you know, it's so uh you know, and it just makes Junior look at me like, man, I fucking hate you because you are, <laughs> you know, writing great works and I'm spelling cat. And so uh and I, <laughs> <you know. laughs> I just I'm just using that as yeah, that's not the case at all. Uh but you know, you get what I'm trying to say. I'm just, I'm just using the, uh, you know, using that comparison. Um, and so it, it always makes it hard. And those things really don't change. Um, same thing when I was living in Dallas. It was always easier in the holidays when I had a partner because then I could go to those family functions with someone. Versus the years when I was single, and would have to go to those family functions alone. Well, see, and that's that's part of it is that I'm always single, <laughs> yeah. and I think it becomes part of the gay experience of always kind of feeling like you're <sighs> straight. People have it easy. Like I'm sorry. Like for every one gay guy, there's like thirty straight guys. So like. They just have a much easier job at being able to find someone and build relationships with people and like have partners and stuff. So then when I see every family function, I'm going single and every family function, every single one of those straight MFers are, are like in a relationship. And I'm just like, oh, I want to come here with like someone on my arm and be like, this is my man. And like see my little extended, you know, Christian conservative family <laughs> just be like, this is my man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's also a little weird, I guess, because I didn't really grow up with my cousins too, too much. Um, like, we were in Midland, they were in Dallas, and, like, we never got together, like, a whole, whole lot. So then I just, like, somewhat feel like a stranger-ish when I'm there. Like, I don't know them super well. Like, I do, but I don't. It's, it's hard to explain. It's just a it's just a weird family dynamic for me, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest part of it for me is I'm just like I just want to come to one of these Christmas things and not be single. That's like, it's really all I'm really looking for here. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's getting that way for me just to go to function, like period. Like even now, everything I go to now is like a couple. Everyone's there with their significant other, uh, even if it's gay stuff. You know, they're there with their significant other and there's me, the single guy. And uh, it's just, it, it, it's, that's mentally taxed. Yeah. Uh, to, to go through that situation. Because then you have to get yourself up just to go and walk in for by yourself. Um, which is, is a strength. That's like a superpower all in itself. But people don't give it our, we don't give ourselves enough credit doing that. Uh, it is not easy to go somewhere by yourself. Uh, but <laughs> why should we miss out on life just because we don't have someone to share those experiences with? Yeah. So uh, I refuse to miss out on life just because I don't have someone to go places with. But unfortunately, that's been the case my entire 
stay back here. Like, I have not been in a relationship since I've been back here. And so all of the things that I've, I've you know, been blessed to experience um, here in Midland, I've had to go at it alone. Yeah. Uh, I will take, you know, I'll go with friends. I'll take friends. But that's not the same. And so even, you know, coming into this New Year's and going to a New Year's party, it's just not quite the same going to this to a New Year's party by yourself as it is going to a New Year's party who, if you were there at midnight, you had somebody to kiss. You know, it's it's just a different situation and it feels weird. I'm kind of over it, very much over it, but that's yeah. such a slide. Yeah, I think over it would be the best way. I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just over it, man. Just like, ugh. I'm over it. Here's single Damien, you know? Yep. What, Damien? You mean you don't want a girlfriend? It's like, come on now. Let's not play this game with each other. Damien, where's your girlfriend? Let's let's not play that game. <laughs> I don't know. but you, So that was one of the things. That was one of the, the interesting parts of 2023 was watching you play that game. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really playing a game. It, it, it happens occasionally yeah. for like five minutes. Nah, it was much longer than five minutes. In the it grand was, scheme uh, of life, it was about five minutes. In the grand scheme of life, but in the grand scheme of 2023, it, it was, was like two months. Than- that's longer than being tober. <laughs> and, you, and you know, and you know what? It, I, it wasn't even for Christmas time. <laughs> no, nope. but yeah, but you know, yeah, you went there. Ugh, ugh! Someone stop me! What's wrong with me? Yep, yep. You did that anyway. So that was that was one of the interesting parts. And, so that was Christmas time. I'm glad we, we both kind of got it out of the way. I started off my Christmas morning very sad. You know, I talked about before that Christmas is a, not the happiest time of my life. Um, and so I was, I was pretty – I started the day in a pretty low place and just had to pick myself up and, and get on with life. Uh, my Philadelphia Eagles kind of put – be on life support many times, but they came out yeah. with them, so yeah. that that helped. It certainly helped. Uh, they didn't make it very easy on me. Yeah, they. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but that, that, so, that, that's for another show. I'm so <laughs> mad at I'm so mad at that team. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's tough. It's tough. Um, one of the I'm trying to think of storylines that really. You know, one of the storylines for 2023 that was um, surprising in some ways because I it, it was a national thing that I didn't think that was going to touch us here in Midland, but it ended up touching us a lot. And it's probably still not completely done. And that's this whole book banning thing. Oh, yeah. And, and, the, and the conservatism of uh, the commissioner's court and in one particular commissioner, uh, Ms. Diane Anderson, 
And <laughs> I will never, ever, ever, because that happened this year. Diane, the water park Anderson. <laughs> Going to the commissioner's uh, court meeting and listening to this, this <laughs> 107-year-old lady <laughs> read this excerpt from yeah. a, a uh, teenage book. Oh, man. Oh, and, and then trying to hold it in and then Heather <laughs> is just looking at me like, can you please get it together? <laughs> and I still contend to this day, like, I just don't understand how any human being is supposed to be able to keep... It's not a matter of mature, not mature... How do you not just uncomfortably crack up at it? Oh, it was so horrendous. It was so bad. <laughs> but that happened. <laughs> Heather did not tell me, hey, by the way, when you come to this commissioner's court meeting, you're going to be listening to porn. Yeah, well. Like, <laughs> a little bit of heads up, girl. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't think any, I don't think that anyone was prepared for that. I don't think anyone knew that, that was going to happen. Uh, that was that was a, that was no one was prepared for that. No one. <laughs> I'm just saying, like a little heads up, Heather. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> you know, that entire situation resulted in the only time I have ever been like <laughs> reprimanded by my job for anything that I'm doing. <laughs> in my own in my own social media. And it wasn't oh, as I said on the show. It was just it was something I put on my Facebook. I used you know, I used oh, the, man. a a graphic word to describe Wasn't it just when you said the word moist? Isn't that all you said? Yes. Oh no, I think you said it makes it made her wet, didn't you? No, I said it I said it made her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tried to be very classy. Where's the lie? Oh, exactly. Where was the lie? There, there's still, where is the lie? There's no lie. Oh, Diane Anderson. <laughs> so we're still dealing with her. That, that's that's an interesting uh, where that'll go in 2024. Uh, but to me, that was definitely one of the more interesting storylines. Um. Another one of the storylines that was more of a, of a uh, Texas topic and I guess more of a national topic was talking about your Governor Wills and his absolute like like obsession with vouchers. Yep. I don't know and why his, he's my Governor Wills all of a sudden, but yeah. Oh yeah, his gov- your Governor Wills. That's Governor your Wills. Governor Wills. Yeah. Governor Will, because you didn't want to vote for the other guy. For a dollar store JFK? I mean, like, I've always said, I I always said I prefer him over Wills. He just does not inspire anything in me. Well, that's why it's your Governor Wills. (laughs) So your Governor Wills and his obsession over uh, student vouchers and using taxpayer tax dollars to fund private education and uh he's still not let it go you know um he's still vowed this is going to be something that's going to happen we're going to keep on talking about it blah 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 and uh i'm just waiting for you know there's gonna eventually there's gonna be have to be some big time republican 
that just, you know, sticks a, a nail in this tire and says enough is enough. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Come on. All these Texas governors just stay governor until they decide they want to run for president. <laughs> this is literally yeah. Bush to Perry, Perry to Abbott, right? That's all we've had, Bush, Perry, Abbott, since I've been alive. I don't think there was anybody in between. I think oh. Ann Richardson was governor when I was first born in 97. Yes. Or was Bush pre- – no, Bush was governor by then, wasn't he, in 97? Yeah, Bush was governor by then. Yeah, I've seen Bush, Perry, and Abbott, man. That's all I've seen. Yep, that's true. Ah, uh, ay, ay, ay. It's true. I have a storyline. What? What is your one of your top storylines? <laughs> uh, my freak out uh, and name dropping incident over the uh, invasion, the Pakistani invasion of Israel, and the war that resulted out of that. Yeah, that one was. Uh... <laughs> um. It was, it was interesting. On a global scale, you know, uh, a war that still is not resolved and, and could lead to much more severe things in the Middle East is never bueno. But then it, but then we mixed it with our own little slice of Midland, Texas. <laughs> How can you not love that? Yeah. yeah. Um, that was one of them for me, for sure. Is the infamous name drop? I did, and still, I'm not 100 percent sure if I regret it or not. <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> um, other, what are some other like other memorable moments? You know, we've had some guests. We haven't had as many guests. Well, I was gonna say that we didn't have too many guests this year. We had Jenny. Um, that's right. Was Jenny our only guest? No, no, no. Was Serafina? No, Serafina. We had Serafina on um, whenever the oil spill in Ohio happened. That's right. But I think here, I, let me look on my PC. I can click on Spotify on my PC and that won't mess with anything. I think it was just Serafina and Jenny. I'm going to feel bad if I'm forgetting someone. Let me see here. Surely someone else was a guest. But I know that we, we did not have a lot of guests on. Mm-mm doesn't seem like um which is odd uh and it's it's definitely not intentional but i think sometimes the way that we record and our timing of the recording it makes it difficult to even ask not that anyone would ever be like oh no i absolutely can't do it at this particular time but uh and i know that there are guests that i want to have on but just <clears throat> Just haven't done it. Just haven't made it happen. All right. So we had Serafina in episode 34. Um, you know, maybe going forward, I should put, wait, what, episode 39 featuring, because you have to click on the description to see if there's a guest. Yeah. But then our, our episode names are always so standard. I don't want to mess with that. Yeah. Yep. Ginny and Serafina, that's it. Oh wow! Jenny came in with the tea. Like Jenny came in with the tea because oh, she was so talking good. about. She was talking about was that was that Trinity? Or yeah. Really it, oh no, it was Christian. Christian, yeah. And Christian, yeah. And gave us the full court case rundown, and we talked about the district attorney. 
like there was so much tea in that episode. That was that was a good one. That oh, was it was it really was. That was a good one. That was a good one. Man, um, what else? What what what? So did you have like a, a highlight moment? I think a funny highlight moment just off the top of my head was when I ordered. DoorDash and the lady just banged on the door like she was the police. <laughs> we were both just like, what the? <laughs> Another moment. So I want a full reveal here. Me and Courtney are always very transparent with you guys. So last week, <laughs> the thing connects. And typically when you connect on the anchor, you hear it go, and you know you're on. So a thing connects. And I just go, what's up, bitch? You ready to record? Or I said something like that. <laughs> and when I tell you guys, Courtney gave me the most glacier, icy cold silence you have ever heard for like three straight seconds. And he goes, well, do we need to do that again? <laughs> I wish people, I almost want to release it as like a 2024 or 2023 blooper. Because when I tell you, it was so funny. You were just so, well, do we need to do this again? <laughs> it was pretty great. It was it was pretty funny. Yeah, I, um, I, I did not find that funny. Because <laughs> you're such a, ugh, stick up your ass sometimes. Well. It's either you want to joke and ha ha ha, or you want to be like, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> it was funny. That was not funny. <laughs> there's, there's so many other ways to be funny. <laughs> opening you up a conversation with what's up, bitch, is not funny. <laughs> I would that say is. it really was your reaction that made it funny because you were just yeah. like, uh, we're not doing this. I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, can we talk about an exhausting storyline? How about the cats? No, bro. That was uh, not an exhausting Oh, I, I was into that storyline. I'm still <laughs> into that because I feel like Brother Binks is just he's not getting a fair shake around there. No, he's he's settled in pretty well. He's still like the things that people on the internet find cute, I find frustrating. Like it annoys me, but I can't keep like a chess set on my countertop because this fucking cat's gonna figure out a place to take them. Or if I leave a takeout bag on my couch or whatever on the floor i'm gonna come home and everything's gonna be strewn all over the place like i did not sign up for a fucking dog if i had wanted something to dig through my trash i would have gotten a dog so we love binks we accept binks for who he is and he settled in for the most part he's a lot less of a headache they still don't love each other but they're not like fighting or anything so it's fine um but Mm, mm, mm. I I still don't really like Binks. If I'm being real, Binks is not ah. the cat from. I don't like him. He just, I just don't like him. But he's here. Ah. He's living. He's healthy. He's doing his thing, and I'm 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 fine with it. Poor brother Binks. For not, I, you know, not every pet's for everybody. I don't know what to say. <laughs> but like him is not even really the right word. I don't know. He just he's just too much. I think that's what he's just too fucking much, man. He's so much. That's really all it is. He's just a lot. He's a lot. Yeah, I know why he feels this way about Binks, right? Shut up. (laughs) I literally adopted a black cat. Shut up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, he tried to blindside that cat. <laughs> oh, we're just we're gonna take in this nice little colored cat. Yeah. <laughs> he gonna make us some money someday. Oh my god! And like I said, he's a good cat. He just needs to be with somebody that when he when you wake up at three in the morning and there's trash strewn all over your kitchen, you go, "Oh, ha ha ha! That's so cute." Beans got into the trash. Because I'm like, what the fuck is your issue? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? He just needs to be with a white girl that has that kind of a temperament. Or like, hee hee hee, I can't leave my little chest set out because Binks loves to eat the pieces. Isn't that so cute? Like, that's that's what Binks needs, and I'm not that person. So I'm still, Binks would still be rehomed any day now. If anybody who I trusted, who I trusted, wanted an energetic, fun, because he is fun. He's a lot of fun. He really is. But if anybody wanted an energetic young cat, man, I would send him away in an instant, and I would not feel bad about it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but hey, I'm re- but I'm, it's not like I'm like you know threatening to take him to the shelter anymore. I've gotten over that. <laughs> I just I accept him for who he is. But if an opportunity should present itself, <laughs> poor brother beats. <laughs> Over this cat, man. I'm over this cat. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I forget about the brother Pink saga. That was that's good saga. Man. It was exhausting. It was not exhausting. It was, it was a lot. It you was didn't a lot. live it. <laughs> You're right. This, this is true. You didn't live it. I experienced it, and and see that allowed me to. More understanding of Brother Binks, where Brother Binks is coming from. Brother asshole. Brother Binks, you know, he just he was he found himself, you know, in a, a black cat in an all white environment, <laughs> and, and people don't understand that that's challenging. It's <laughs> just like you know, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try to be true to myself. I'm trying to be me, but then you was just like. Every time I want to be me, dude is trying to put me out. And dude. So I, don't I don't know what to do. It's like, oh, girl over there, she don't like me. She up here lying on me. Lying on him? <laughs> she be all curled up on me. She be all up on me when he ain't here. As soon as she come, he come in, and she all act like I'm trying to uh, molest her. <laughs> Pro brother Binks. Pro brother Binks. He was just getting set up after like mm, No, that's a very revisionist history for somebody that wasn't there and didn't experience it. This is what I heard. I remember every episode. Yeah, so this is this is what I got from those episodes for Brother Binks. He, he had he went through a lot. And the fact that he's still there, he's still standing. With his paw in the air. I'm still standing better than I ever did. That's right. I, I, I'm, I'm happy for him. I mean, whether it's a focus of our listenership or not, we should mention that we started an entirely new podcast this year. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, we, we did, you know. That wasn't just this year, was it? Yeah, it was this year. Oh, wow. Well, we did. And I guess that was as a result of Heather's year in review. 
stuff. You guys talk about sports too much. Yeah. And I just do not care. Like, put some timestamps on it so I don't have to listen to the sports conversation. I love you, Heather. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> but now you got me doing this damn podcast that one person listens to a week. And <laughs> okay, right. Me and Courtney are going to have to have a conversation about his life, livelihood after the Super Bowl. But <laughs> no. No. It's, it's, it's already full of teeth to get Damien to talk about anything that's not football. <laughs> that's not true I got into hockey a lot I really got into hockey I was sort of into baseball once the playoffs started which I said I would be um, but like baseball once playoffs I was like okay this is fine um, tennis yeah you were never going to get me with tennis um, golf I think we talked about golf like twice that was fine I love the basketball conversation I what you're talking about I love talking NBA it was just when you want to talk about tennis. I, don't nobody give a damn about tennis. Everybody damn it. loves tennis. And don't nobody want to talk about baseball in freaking August, or not August, in freaking June. Who cares about June baseball, man? <laughs> you should care about baseball as soon as opening day happens. Like, that's my problem. Who cares? <laughs> opening day happens in May. We love, is it May? April, whenever opening, I don't like baseball. (laughs) Whenever it starts, you should care about baseball because that's America's pastime. Apparently, America has nothing else to do, (laughs) and it just wastes ridiculous amounts of time all day and night, like afternoon. Screw it, let's do baseball. But no, that's Uh, because that's because baseball got that title back in like the freaking you know, 1950s and 60s. It's just like when the Republicans try to say that they're the party of Lincoln. Yeah, okay, sure, back in 1865. But, like, let's just be for real. Like, baseball is not America's pastime anymore. Fox News is America's pastime now. Like the fuck? Or, or, like, <laughs> or like when people try to say that, that the Cowboys are America's team. Yeah, literally, yeah. and they haven't been past the divisional round since I've been born. Okay, but yeah, that's America's team. Okay, Gee, talk about Enough. a bleak, talk about a bleak picture of America. <laughs> but I will talk any. I just you can you can talk to us all you want. Just don't expect me to share the same level of interest. That's all I've ever said about it. Tough, it's <laughs> tough talking the, the other sports. That's not like true. Just, we have great just, basketball conversation. We have great week, hockey conversation. Last week, I talked about the national championship volleyball team. You were just like, "What is a volleyball?" What lie? I said that's great for them. I'm happy for them. It's like, oh, that's nice. What do you want me to be like? Do you want me to be like? No, let's let's make this clear, guys. It's not like Courtney talked about it. No, he just made a head. He just literally gave a news item. By the way, this happened in the news. So let's not sit here and pretend like you just gave some stunning in-depth analysis on how it happened. So all I said was, "Yeah, that's awesome. Like, great for them. I'm happy." What do you want me to be like? I loved when center fielder Rebecca Carlton hit a spike over the net with three seconds left. In the- like, no, no, absolutely not. It's not happening. <laughs> No. <laughs> well, just so you know, that is not how any of that works. I'm sure it's not, but <laughs> let's not pretend like you sat there and gave some in-depth analysis. You literally just said, hey, this happened, and it's back-to-back, and it's really awesome. And I said, hell yeah, that's cool. And I moved on with my goddamn day. <laughs> Talk about Jermaine O'Neal's daughter. 
Austin have seen his back-to-back champion. You did. You did, but that's all. It's not like you gave some in-depth analysis of the game, dude. <laughs> it's riveting. Three it, straight three straight sets. Two straight. No, three. Yeah, okay. it's the best three. of five. Okay. You have to win three. And good for them. Like that's that's fucking awesome. That's more talent than I've had in my entire life. But I had no interest in talking about it. <laughs> Oh my god. That's the that's a sports show. Let's be able to talk about all the sports. Can't have a sports show. That's, we talked about this when we first started the sports show. I was like, we gotta talk about all the sports show. All the sports. <laughs> I just no, it's not gonna be football all season. You're not gonna catch me in oh let's let's talk about the draft. Oh god, why? <laughs> Well, and we also get one listener an episode, so. <laughs> well, that too. That part too. There's, there's some kind of a disconnect somewhere, but I can't even say it's because we talk about tennis, because we got one listener when we were talking about tennis, and we get one listener when we're talking about the NFL. <laughs> so... right. For everybody. Uh, we made all these little, like, you guys understand, we had all these little, uh, wait, what, like, wait, religion? You know, and wait, <laughs> tax policy? You know, we had all these different mini shows set aside, and now we can't even do them, guys, because weight sports didn't test very well. Yeah, weight sports didn't test very well. So, you know, for you guys all are of, never <laughs> for all of you waiting for weight, uh, weight uh, stock market. <laughs> weight global financing. Yeah, no, you guys missed out, man. Guys, Although weight out. politics, weight politics might be pretty interesting. But I feel like that's just this because then we're niching this show down to like what now we can't talk politics. Oh, that's for the other podcast. We can't talk sports. That's for the other pod. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This might might as well be renamed either weight education or it could be weight ban or it could be renamed weight gossip. <laughs> but <laughs> we can't niche ourselves down that much, you know. I think we got to start hiring other people. So it's like, you know, every Tuesday, catch Ted and Frank, and they're going to talk weight religion. (laughs) 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 That's how we make a podcasting network, baby. There you go. Uh, Do you have any standout moments that were just hilarious or disheartening or funny or one or the other? Um, I don't know. I guess even more, I guess... More recently, <laughs> just sharing. I feel like this this year I've shared a little bit more personal information that I've given out in a long time about me. Um, a lot of things that that are the inner workings of me, and I think that that part of that is, you know, I've made no bones about that I plan to, to run for school board, and. Part of that is an understanding that when you run for office, it's just like your whole world becomes open, becomes a target. And rather than, you know, I take it from that that Eminem eight mile uh, when he had that final rap battle. You know what I'm talking about? I don't like Eminem, so no, I don't. Did you ever watch Eight Mile? I don't like Eminem, so no, I did not. Oh, well, so the premise is. When he first had his, his first rap battle, he went up against this guy who um, started talking about all of his insecurities, everything that he knew about him, 
and and just to the point to where when it was Eminem's turn to rap, he had nothing else to he had nothing to say. He was just so embarrassed that that you know all of his drama was put out on the floor like that. And so you know, then the whole movie goes through, and at the very end, he gets to go up against this super mega guy again. And instead, Eminem went first this time. And he started off, he just told all of his own drama. He told his whole, he told his own story so that the other guy didn't have a chance. It didn't have a chance to spin the narrative and use it to make fun of him. He just mm-hmm. put it out all, all out there on the table. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something really refreshing about that because people will try to use ammo, will try to use your life against you. But if you go ahead and talk about it, and, and talk about your own insecurities, yeah. and get it out there, then people can't use that against you. It's no Absolutely. longer ammunition. Yeah. And so I feel like, you know, if I put some things out there that these are my weaknesses, this is my vulnerability, who I am, you know, I, I am not, I don't want anyone to ever think that I am not a real person. You know, I don't want anyone to ever think that I'm not silly, that I'm not, you know, that I don't hurt, that I don't have pain, that I'm, I'm invincible or anything like that. I'm a real person. Uh, just like I was talking about earlier about teachers. I'm a real person. And uh, Sounds like something an AI would say. <laughs> right. And so, I just, you know, I want to put it out there first so that you don't have to hear it from somebody else. So, I think that, that I've tried to do that a little bit more in 2023. And as we move forward, you know, you'll you'll hear the same. Um, I'll use this. This show will be a lot of, you know, maybe moving forward. This show will become a, a big campaign thing. Um, we'll definitely talk about campaign. And we'll maybe that'll be common. Some of the focus is we'll have guests on who are running for different spots. Because 2024 is a big election year, um, not only for local politics, but national politics. And maybe we can get some more people on so we can just have some honest conversations. Um, I love that people compare our show to the K-Well super ultra mega red uh, show that's on um, uh, Republican red radio, mm-hmm. uh, AM radio. I know what you're talking about, yeah. And uh, they say that we, we offer the, the – we're like the, the, the other side of those stories. We need to get to where those guys are talking about us. On the recent episode of Wait, What? They do. <laughs> do they? They do. Yeah. How have you never sent me a link of that? <laughs> well, I don't know because I've only been told. <laughs> I'm not listening to that crap. I'm not going to pollute my ears. But people have told me that it's not necessarily – been that they've said, you know, our show's name, but they've referenced things that we are saying. It's, so, it's just, it's just the like with the superintendent. <laughs> it's just like with the superintendent and how the superintendent referenced something that was said on this show in, in another meeting. And letting, she kind of winked, winked at you. She was like, mm. <laughs> Letting it be known that, yes, I listen to your shit. <laughs> and so, um, it's that kind of thing. So I think, it, you know, people are listening. There are a lot of people in Midland who listen to the show, whether they want to admit it or not. 
lot of people listen, and that's cool. I'm happy with that. We're going to keep giving them the content that they're looking for and providing a different spin. We know y'all motherfuckers listen. (laughs) Terrible. And it's who I am as a person. No, it's not. (laughs) You shock jock. I what? You are shock jock. It's not who you are as a person. (laughs) I know better. The American people know better. The American people. I got really deep. (laughs) The American people know better. The American people are aware. That's right. That's right. So, let's see. What do you... Where do you see us going in 2024? I'm going to try and wrap up this show. So, this is part of the wrap-up time. Where do you see the show going in 2024? Hmm. Um, I think... I think it's going to be monetized. I think that's going to happen. We still haven't had that conversation. Um... Hmm. Hulu has live sports, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just imagine. <laughs> walk into your local walk into your local Rosas Cafe. Um, but uh I don't know, man. That that's more of a Courtney question. I don't I don't look at things like kind of a scope the way you do. That's a Courtney question right there. Like I don't you know what I mean? That's a Courtney question. Oh, I, I think that everyone should have vision. Surely you have vision. You're, this is just our podcast, man. This is the thing I hop on with once a week and I just share my life with you and other people listen to it. I don't look at it that deep. I don't have a vision for it. I don't have some thing written down where I'm planning exactly what's going to happen and when it's going to happen. And I want this response and blah, blah, blah. I just hop on here and have fun with you. I don't look at it that way. So I don't have an answer for that. I don't. I really don't. I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm sorry. I just really don't have an answer for something like that. I don't. Because I mean that I mean it, it. That's our show. Our show is like, it's just us talking. It's just our banter. So I get that. Because I mean I feel the same way. The only thing that I would say is that I hope that we can continue to be, uh, you know, that other voice that I think that Midland really needs, that the West Texans really need, that Texans really need, that people all over the country really need, especially our good folks in Canada. Because, you know, what is that out of me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would say, like, it, it would be cool if, if the show was able to grow in a way that, like, we had more local Midlanders on talking about more important things and blah, blah, blah. But then also, it's really exciting to just come on here some days and tell you about my week. And I don't want the show to become so serious that it's like, oh, I can't even sit on here and tell Courtney about my shopping trip at Target because Mr. So-and-so wants to come on and talk about the $20,000 he raised for disadvantaged children. And here Damien is talking about Target. So, like, I don't know. I oh, know. We, <laughs> look, look, we're always going, no matter what, we're always going to have our first 30 minutes. Like, even when we have guests on, we always have our first 30 minutes. And yeah. then we'll bring you in the guests. So, it, I don't think we'll ever change to where, uh, we start off the show and there's a third voice. Like, that wouldn't even feel right to start the show and there's somebody else. 
Well, I mean, the way we typically always did it was we would hop in, you would give your mind, boom, boom, we'd invite the guests on, and the guests would normally stick around for my segment at the end of a show, and then they would give a wreck. But how am I supposed to see here and be like, today I went to Target, which by the way, today I went to Target, and I got these measuring cups, and they're so fucking cute. They're like wooden and metal, and when the metal has like the measurement engraved on them, they're adorable. I threw away my ugly plastic ones I have, but I don't feel comfortable doing that. After so-and-so just came on here and talked about the $20,000 he just raised for disadvantaged children. <laughs> you know, it just makes me feel very lowbrow. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, but I'm not opposed to the growth. I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm here for anything. It is what it is. Um, but I am pretty happy with the current dynamic. Um, wouldn't mind making a little... A little money from it, considering the amount of numbers, mental listenership we have now compared to before. See, and these are things that I don't even. So that's another part of the full disclosure, folks. I have no idea what the numbers are. I have just no idea. Just they, log into the app. You have the passwords for it. You used to send me the invite every week. Yeah, like I know where that is, and the the, the password was like super califragilistic. No, 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 no. That's for the. That's for the sports one, remember? Because you used to send me the link for this show every week, and so we made it just like a super easy, which, God, I still need to change that sports password, but we made it like a super easy login, and you can literally go there and see all the numbers, and then Spotify, like, you can log into Spotify and check, like, the super, super specific numbers, but Spotify makes that, like, a pain in the ass, so I almost never do it. They make you go through, like, five different verification steps. So I was like, never mess with it. But you can go to Anchor and see, like, Anchor gives you, like, a rough idea of basically who has found the show through Anchor. And then because Anchor is now Spotify with podcasts, but Spotify will give us, like, the breakdown. But it's a pain in the ass to get it. So I almost never waste my time, especially because we're not making money from it. So I don't really need, why do I need to know all those figures? You know what I mean? And plus, it still doesn't give us the, the uh, numbers from Apple. It doesn't give us what? The numbers from Apple. Exactly. Like, I would have to log into Apple, get all the Apple numbers, log into, and then I would have to get, I would have to log into Spotify to get the very exact Spotify numbers. And then I have to go into Anchor to get the generalized Anchor numbers. And it's a pain in the ass. Well, give me some generalized numbers. Just like, how many people are listening to this thing? Um, hold on. Let me see if I can't access our wrapped. So, so Spotify for podcasting did. You know, how Spotify does like a Spotify wrapped every year. Sure. You don't know that really, where people post like their top five songs, their top five artists, their how many minutes. Oh, they listen yeah, to music. yeah, 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 yeah. So Anchor did that too, but I thought it was kind of lame. That's why I didn't send it to you because I didn't really think it was all that cool. Um, but I'll I'll, I'll give you that at least. It tells me pretty. It told me. A good amount of numbers. Let me just log in here. Okay, here's a warning, people. If this messes with anything, we're going to have to part two at the very end of the show. I don't think it will because I'm on the PC. But when I log in, I don't know if it's going to change anything. Oh, my God. Wait, what? I'm nervous. Wait, what? Pod22 at gmail.com. Oh, fuck. What was the, what's, the, what's the password for this thing? Hold on. I have no idea. I don't remember. It's supposed to be real basic. Okay, I just fat fingered a letter, so that's all it was. All right, so let's see. You can still hear me? Everything's cool? Yes. All right. Um, 
the anticipation. So our 2023 wrapped. Where's a way for me to skip through this easy? Okay. That's okay, sweetheart. Take your time. Oh my god. Alright, so our top episode was episode 40, which I can go back in a minute. Yeah, so I'll, I I'll right do that. I can no, do not open it, or you can do it on your tablet. No, I'm on my tablet. Okay, I was like, no, that'll fuck it up. <laughs> I think episode 40 was was when you talked about Coleman, or was the episode when Zoe came on? Because I know Zoe's episode was very popular. But I think 40 was when you talked about Coleman. We got a big spike from that. And we published on 420. Let's go. We start off with the usual weekly recap to Courtney's. Uh, although Courtney gives a lengthy daily recap, then we move to Courtney's mind, which is about public money funding private school vouchers. He is not a thing. Then uh, the boys then have a good discussion about the state of education. We then give the very last poem of the official poetry set. <gasps> After the reading and discussion, Courtney makes a big announcement and then the boys end things with the usual recommendations. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the episode you talked about, Coleman, because we got a big spike whenever you talked about Coleman. So, episode 40 was streamed 228% more than our average episode. Yeah, that must have been the Coleman. All right, so April twentieth. And blaze it. Um, so seventy nine percent of our listeners came in two thousand and twenty three. Hey y'all. Um, episode forty three really brought them in. Sixteen percent of our new listeners started in forty three and stayed with us. Do you want to go see what forty three was? Yeah, I'm looking now. Uh... Getting right into the former MISD superintendent, Angelica Ramsey has been busy poaching talent left and right from the district. Does DCISD need to keep an extra vigilant eye on Stephanie Howard? Oh, see, that's when I was trying to be more creative with them. The boys <laughs> then welcome on get. Oh, that was Jenny's guest. Ah, oh, Jenny. She brought Jenny her people. Episode. Yeah, episode 43. That was Jenny's people. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, so let's see. And it was involving Trinity. <laughs> so see, so now this is where this confuses me because it says we were streamed in two countries, the United States and Canada. However, Spotify was telling me, hey, you're in Uzbekistan, you're in Kazakhstan, or whatever, whatever country it was. You have listeners in Mexico. So that's where Anchor becomes confusing. Um, but according to Anchor, our streams are split between the United States and Canada. We love you, Canada. Um... So it says your listeners have good taste. Obviously, what else are they into? So your listeners' top podcast genres were comedy, true crime, society, and culture. So learn a little bit about our listeners. Your listeners' top music genres were pop, rock, and rap. Fine, I guess. Um, your listeners definitely told their friends about you. Your podcast was shared all over, 38% over direct link, 25% through Instagram, 23% through Snapchat, 8% through text, and 6% through other. I don't, I don't know what other is. Nice. Um, and our most shared episode was episode 43 with Jenny. We have a 4.7 rating on Spotify. Out of five, I guess? Yep, out of five. 
imagine was out of 10. Uh, we have 100% growth in listeners, 156% growth in streamers or streams, 103% growth in followers. And, and this is my favorite number. Uh, 106% increase in minutes created. <laughs> but also we were only did it for like what half of the year last year versus the entire year this year. So obviously that's going to affect that. Um, we were a top 10 podcast for 113 fans. We're a top five podcast for 101 fans. And it says drum roll, please. It's going to take its time. We were the number one podcast for 51 fans. That's because it goes for so damn long. <laughs> um, 84%. One of you. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, that's that's our little wrap. So like, it was fine. I just didn't think it was all that exciting. So I was like, eh, whatever. I didn't send it to but you. that doesn't tell me how our average listenership is. I know. I'm, I'm trying um, to figure out like how many analytics. So this says we have 21 plays per episode, which our plays also always drop during the holiday season when people are not like at work and in school. I noticed too. Um, so recently we had 490 interactions for people's Spotify homepage. The Spotify was researched or the Spotify was searched. The podcast was searched 1,665 times in the last 30 days. And it's in 111 people's Spotify libraries. If I look all time, it says our average listenership is... 55 but again spotify tells me differently so i don't trust anchor anchor's weird you know what i mean yeah anchor's weird spotify tells me last time i checked on spotify spotify told me that we were averaging 877 listens an episode see i'll take that number yeah exactly so it's like what do i believe Spotify or WB Baker? Like, I don't know what to believe because why are their numbers not consistent? I don't know. <laughs> so that's why I don't even do it because then it's like, what is it? Like, what? what's the truth here? What's the truth here? You anyway. can't handle the truth. Exactly. Anyway. Well, interesting numbers for sure. I uh, always need to see where we are. Uh, where we've been and versus where we're going. And hopefully we're going uh, to keep doing this uh, until the wheels fall off, folks. And, you know, we always enjoy having the opportunity to talk with all of you, uh, to talk with each other uh, more than anything, because really this is a conversation between two friends that you guys are just privy to hear. And uh, we have a good time doing it. Um, Damien? It's yes. been a blast. 2023 <laughs> has been a blast. Uh, <laughs> I wish you well going into 2024. Uh, let's sign off this thing. Oh, sign us off, Busman. Right on. Well, good folks. Thank you for listening to the show. If you're still sticking with us, if you're still here to the very end of this episode, God bless you. Uh, this has been a cool ride. It always really is. This is when we first started this thing, you know, 75 episodes ago. Um, I never would have imagined that we'd still be going at, at it for this long. Uh, I thought that this would be a 
something that we did and we both burned out and, and it fizzled very quickly because no one was listening. But That's a I love podcast. <laughs> but I love, you know, going to places. I love when you guys come up to me and you just, you know, whisper, I listen to your show. Uh, it's it's always a neat, energetic thrill every time I hear it. So please keep doing it. Uh, let us know that you that you uh, are listening. Share the show, like the show, subscribe to the show, and uh, we'll keep giving you content well into 2024. Everyone be safe out there. Have a joyous New Year's. Uh, celebrate safely. And we will see you guys next year. Later.